Coming to you from the Loading Ready Run orbiting underground moon base, it's the Lurcast. Hello, everybody. What is up? It's the Lurcast time. It's Lurcast time. It's normal Lurcast except without Kathleen. Time. Time. Sorry, yes, time is what I should have said. Uh, I'm Graham. I'm James. I'm Paul. And we're here to talk to you about some recent stuff and mostly answer your questions because it's been a couple weeks since we've done a Lurcast. So many questions. I realize I actually sort of phased out there a little bit. What videos were we going to talk about? Just or Friday was, nights. Oh, right, just Friday nights. I was like, I'm sure it's like, wait, we have loading times for most of them. I mean, we've been shooting loading time for Friday nights. Yes. But that's not going to be for a while. No. So... Uh, yeah, it'll be like a whole like mini documentary behind the scenes on the DVD or something. Yeah, yeah. that'll be long. Yeah, it will be. Uh, so, yeah, we uh, did Friday nights at the M14 pre-release, um, which had some some challenges. There were some challenges. Um, the main one being for the for the last couple. So we did the Modern Masters one, where we're talking about Modern Masters, and then we did one involving Dragon's Maze. Yes. And both of those came out, the episodes released the day, the same Friday that the product did. Yes. So we were able to, you know, script it, knowing that we'd be able to get product and knowing that we'd, you know, have it in enough time and then get it sort of the week before and shoot within the last week and then do a quick edit and have it up on time there. Yeah. But this was the M14 pre-release, which is, as we're recording, this coming weekend... And w- the episode came out a week prior. Correct. Meaning we needed the we needed the product two, two weeks two weeks prior, which we didn't necessarily know we'd be able to get. And also we didn't know all the cards right. that were going to be in no, it because it hadn't been fully, I mean, fully spoiled yet. Wizards of the Coast is you know notoriously very as they as well they should be well, very tight lipped about their we, uh, cards. Right? The whole Modern, Modern Masters hadn't been fully spoiled when we got those cards. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it made it a little bit more difficult to figure out exactly when we'd be shooting it actually was the big key. Yeah. Yeah. And this one was even trickier because we needed more people. You we know, needed to fake an M14 pre-release. Yeah. With Modern Masters, it was easy because it was just a draft here. Yeah. With the M14 pre-release, we knew we had to do it, you know, at Yellow Jacket, which meant including people who aren't in the crew. So it, that meant bringing in people that we trusted, people that we know. We didn't just, you know, put a random call out for anybody who plays Magic in town. It was... Anybody want to be on a video? These people were handpicked by us, invited, and they came out, and they were awesome. Because if people, you know, if, if cards got leaked that weren't supposed to be, that would be very bad for us. Yeah. Well, that happened anyways. But that but, was our own fault. But so. that wasn't... Well, no, it wasn't leaked <laughs> by the people, though. It's true. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, like... It wasn't. A, it wasn't a leak by us. There was cards in the video that hadn't been spoiled yet. Yeah. But those cards didn't have another. They didn't have other specific. No. Spoiler, places. And there was only like one new card I think that we spoiled. The black, Killadu liturgy of death. Is that, I have no idea. Or of the dead. Sure. It's yeah. It's kill like, a guy and dark ritual. Yeah. The same card. Yeah. That seems pretty cool. Um, without getting too uh, technical. No. Into the cards. Um, uh, although I will say. That uh, Saul, who stayed very, very late. He was the last person to stick around. We did his scenes at the very end at around 1, I think. Because yep. 
our local game store has gotten busier and busier since we've been since we started Friday nights, and they actually have events in there after normal business hours every night of the week now. Yep. So we couldn't start until nine thirty. Correct. Like on a Tuesday night. On a Tuesday. So usually on the Tuesday before it went up. Yeah. And we had to have the final edit in the next morning because it goes up on Friday, meaning they have to get things arranged on Thursday. But Thursday was um, Independence Day. Right. So, so they were out of the at, office. And nobody was going to be at the office on Friday either, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, well, it has to go up at midnight on Thursday, on Thursday night. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so we had to get the final edit to them the next morning. So I was actually up to like 6 a.m. that night editing. But Saul stayed late. He opened the first pack of M14 on camera. Yeah. And obviously it didn't come across in the episode because the angle didn't really work right. But we do have the footage that he pulled a, a, a foil, foil mutavault. Yeah. So that's pretty, pretty sweet. Cool. It's one of the most expensive cards in the set. I think probably. Yeah. I think I mean it's it's currently it, non non foil. It's going for like fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's probably one. Of, it's one of the more expensive rares. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, the I I actually love you know we were talking about the um, uh, you know the spoiling stuff. Um, it turned out that we did spoil stuff that we didn't mean to, um, just because there was a bunch of sort of commons and uncommons that we just used because we had them in the packs that we opened uh, and they turned out to be ones that Wizards hadn't actually mentioned that they were that were going to be in the new set yet. Yeah, like... But, like, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, like Verdant Haven I mean, and stuff like that. This is... I mean, obviously, as Graham was saying, we send it to Wizards of the Coast for them to review it so they knew all, all the stuff that was in it. The one that was really impressive, though, was by going frame by frame through uh one of the shuffling scenes yeah that was that the, was that was the liturgy of death yeah. one yeah that people were actually able to f- find that the liturgy of death which is pretty impressive that's pretty cool yeah like I'll i give like them that. i gotta like that props yeah. yeah um and then the other sequence so we did we did a shoot on one day with the bit at the moon base with paul and alex and then the bit up at uvic with uh myself and kathleen and um Camp. Cam, uh, and then the next day we did the bit with no no earlier in the evening before the shoot at at Yellow Jacket we did, we did your my your montage. montage yeah yeah um, originally one of the ideas in there was for um, James to be like oh yeah to use a uh, like a burning card to do like I think it's called smudging when you like you light some like tightly packed incense or something and you sort of like wave it around yeah. the room to yeah, yeah. cleanse the chakras or something, whatever. Friggin' magic cards don't burn well. Nope. nope. Because there's that layer of plastic inside them, and uh, they just don't light. I, I've i actually thrown... Well, I had like an ad card around Christmas time, and I threw one full-on into a fire, and it sat there it like kinda for, like, for like a little while before it started to do something. And they like it like bubbles and scorches. Yeah. But it doesn't actually like light on fire. No. Oh yeah, James did get a bubble in it. Yeah. That was cool. Sweet bubble. Yeah. Uh so I think that was about it. We shot we were yeah, we were we filmed from uh, we were at YJ that night from about nine till two. There till well, about like two one thirty, I think. Maybe. Uh, late regardless. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think it worked out very, very well. Yeah, I think so too. We actually we did have to, you know, we, you know, Graham was talking about the, um, uh, that the, uh, 
we didn't know all the cards. Yeah. And so there was definitely a few sort of last minute changes of things where it's like, wait, that doesn't actually work. Or that card that we thought was in the set is actually a different card. Yeah. Oh, there, well, there was like a funny that. thing where, so the people in the background were playing, they were, they, they were playing a sealed deck tournament so that we had stuff going on, but we didn't get enough M14 for them to all play an actual M14 sealed. So they got three packs of M14 and three packs of M13, which is a weird, weird format. Um, so for the shot where uh, our friend uh, John Rickard rebuilds Paul's deck and is like, well, you can do this and this and this, we did that and that was fine. And then I went around behind and we did reverse shots of the de- of the deck and we shot all that and have him being like, move this to here, cut these, and we were like, great. And then I think someone was like, oh, they're reprinting that, and I was like, wait, wait, no, they're not reprinting that, are they? I mean, they might be. And I went over and looked and it said M13, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, because like half the cards. In the deck that we right, laid out and shot were M13 cards. It's like, ooh. And we're like, uh-oh. That would have confused people yeah. trying to look for spoilers. So we changed it around and moved them out and put M14 cards back in and reshot that that bit. Same thing with the, uh, well, similar thing with the Jace. Right. Because yeah. it, it's the same Jace that's being reprinted, but we didn't have an M14 one. But we right. had an M13 one, so we did it and covered it with the counters, but it wasn't... Uh, not quite sufficient covering, I guess. Some people noticed. Yeah. Also, I don't know why this was a like thinking about this now. I don't know why this was a problem because we did we had a different joke with Jace involving the new planeswalker uniqueness rule. Yes. And I got a note back f- from Wizards saying that we should change that because that doesn't come into place until later in the month. And I was like, it okay, into place tomorrow. Yeah, at the pre-release. Yeah. <laughs> but they wanted it changed because it wasn't... When the episode comes out, oh. it wasn't, yeah. the, the rule hadn't been changed yet. Okay. So I, I literally just realized that. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I was wondering why that got taken out. Eh. Oh, well. It got tweaked slightly, so it's fine. Anyway, we're going to move on to some some Askler. This is uh, through our Askler uh, question cycle. We are on to Facebook. Where we have posed, we have set out the sent out the feelers for questions, such as this one from Justin. What is your favorite animated TV series at the moment? At the moment, Archer. Archer. Yeah, it's yeah. not even really a question. It's, it's it's Archer. Forget animated. It's probably just one of my favorite TV series at the moment. Uh, Bob, a, Bob's Burgers is a is actually a close second. Bob's Burgers is really funny. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't actually watch that many animated TV shows at the moment. Archer. Yeah. It's just Archer. All right. Um, what is your favorite Cards Against Humanity story <laughs> that we can repeat, I assume? Um, uh, oh, I always like the the, um, the black card. Or no, sorry. The, is the, which is the white card, right? That the, ex- no, the, the, the black card is the question. Is the question. So yeah. the black card was, um, what's that noise? White card. um uh crap what was it i lost it i like the time where i made where i i made ashley oh i remember just that. like oh what was yours a mime having a stroke a mime having a stroke <laughs> that's a good one yeah i thought that was pretty good uh i made ashley just collapse in laughter with yeah, the uh, in a her. in a world ravaged by blank the only solution is blank or yeah, something yeah, yeah. And, and it was a world ravaged by teen pregnancy yeah the only solution is take backsies yeah <laughs> 
That and, broke her. Oh man, yeah, that it was actually a little concerning. <laughs> that, that, it was the end of a long, goofy night. So and she just couldn't stop laughing, and yeah. it, to the point where it was actually kind Should of call an ambulance. She, she's like, it looked like it could be painful. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian asks, for this week's checkpoint, did you legitimately try and refrain from doing Xbox news, or is it just a gag promise you had the intention of breaking? It was a gag, really. Just we done. We like I, like I don't know. I I'm I'm the one who's sort of choosing most a lot of the stories, and I was sort of trying not to. Like it's, it's just you know you don't want to hammer on the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Um. But I, they were good stories. Yeah, but it's just like it's not our fault that I mean it's, we didn't want to, like I think we were able to, talk do Microsoft but not the same news story again yeah which i think is like it's it wasn't just more xbox one always online stuff right well, yeah which I, think, I think is important i think like the joke was just meant to be like you know boy we sure have done a lot of xbox news ho, 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 ho. and then yeah more ended xboxes. up doing more so kurt asks probably the most important question of our modern times how purple is too purple for a purple nurple no such thing no such thing? No such thing. Really? What if it's being applied to you? No such thing. Wow. All right. You got to take I mean, them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Looking for like a deep aubergine. I don't want I don't want it purple nurples at all. But if it's going to happen, I guess it should be purple. You know, it should be really purple. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But if at all possible, no purple nurples. <laughs> Ethan asks, is there a chance you guys could come to any other American conventions aside from PAX and PAX East? Megacon in Orlando, Florida, for instance. I don't think you could have picked a further convention. Like nope. a, no, that's you really I think the furthest a, distance between us and the convention. Yeah, yeah. That while be, still being yeah, in North while America. While still being in Yeah. Uh, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Just with the, it's expensive to travel, and it takes time out of our production schedule. So we really have to be careful about which conventions yeah. we go to. If fl- if if interested Floridians want to petition Megacon to to bring us there to pay for our travel, then we can go. Yeah, that becomes That's much a, that, more that, attractive. It's a much easier decision at that point. But it's just so far. Um, like I I really want to go on like the Joko Cruise uh, Joko Cruise Crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can't pay two thousand dollars round trip just to get from here to Florida and then pay for a cruise. Well, yeah. So you pay, yeah. It's well, not insane. two thousand. No, would, no. That, you that, that's an exaggeration, but it can get that. It, it can. It, well, for if you were to go, if you and Kathleen go, yeah, you're looking at you know two thousand twenty five hundred dollars flights. You're looking at a couple nights of hotels in Florida. Yeah. Then the cruise itself, which is another two or three thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah, it adds up. Yeah. Quickly. So. Um, we we will be at uh, the Escapist Expo. Yeah. Which is while not in Florida, at least. More, Closer. more in that it's area. On the, it's on the same it's ocean. In the, it's in the same quadrant. Yeah, yeah. It's Durham, North Carolina. Yeah, it's the first time we'd been to I, that quarter of the U.S. I don't know if it's. I think it's closer than Pax East. Yes. Be, so. yes. Oh, yes. definitely. Yeah. So that's north, something to look nor- forward to. North Carolina is still very much the South. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Logan asks, what's the best way to figure out whether or not a Star Trek The Next Generation episode is going to be good before you get in too deep? My usual technique is to see if Riker has a beard, but it doesn't always work. 
Well, the problem there is Riker had a beard for six of seven seasons. Right. So that's not a great litmus so test. It's like, I mean, first season is, you can tell because they cost, like, there's a lot of stuff that's different to yeah. tell if it's a first season episode. Yeah. Is, so does Riker have a beard, but is Dr. Crusher on the show? Because mm. that, that eliminates the first two seasons. Okay. Just straight off. And season three is where the show really starts to get good. It's where they get better costumes. They get better better lighting, better production values. There's some crazy harsh side lighting in the first two seasons, I noticed. Now, uh, apart... Which is not to say there aren't some good episodes in the first two seasons, but... So, okay, yeah. Apart from actually just, like, separating it by season, is there any, like... For the cold opens, is there, like, a particular, uh, you know, certain types of cold opens that are more indicative of a good episode and others um you can usually tell during the cold open whether it's going to be a serious episode or a goofy episode mm. which do you like better i don't know i mean there's a reason they switch them up right like the goofy episodes are still like the light-hearted episodes are still good and you you often need one after an episode like yesterday's enterprise which is amazing but yeah i don't know I feel like you should be able to pick it up from the cold open, whether or not it's going to be an episode worth sticking around for. If the Enterprise explodes in the cold open. Yeah, both of those episodes are great. That is a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there may only be one. Because that's immediately... I, f- <laughs> I feel like there's a second episode. There's, there's like the time loop one. Yeah, there's cause and effect, which is probably one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Uh, well, there's also... Because like already they're like... All right, we're really, you know, how are they going to get themselves out of this one? They're all already dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's also, um, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it now. The one where um, Picard, Troy, Data, and I uh, want to say Jordy are on a runabout coming back and they see the Enterprise just about to explode, frozen in time. Mm. There's the time bubbles. Right, okay. Uh, Timescape. That's a good one, too. All right. That starts with, the, or the cold open ends with the Enterprise in mortal peril. Generally a good sign. Uh, if, now Jaron and Tally are currently watching season seven and they think that the writing starts to fall apart during season seven. Uh, I haven't That's wa- the last season? Yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time. I, in my head, the li- la- like the later seasons were just as good, but apparently uh, to them rewatching it now, three through six are the good ones. So further costume or like further way to tell just visually very very quickly if Riker has a beard and Dr. Crusher is there but Troy is not wearing an actual Starfleet uniform you should be safe because she didn't start wearing the uniform until very late in the show when she's still wearing like the purple outfit any of her non-standard outfits so I guess I guess go with that this is like a game of uh you know, you know who or whatever. Yeah. Really, though, you should just get the Blu-rays and watch it all from the beginning because the Blu-rays look astonishing. It's what we've been doing. I bought the. I've been buying the seasons progressively on Blu-ray and rewatching them, and they're absolutely gorgeous. Especially the model shots. It's nuts. <clears throat> Good question. Um, Jose asks, "Have you seen Evangelion 3.0 yet? No, no, I haven't. But looking forward to it." because the first two were excellent. I love how it's whipping through that story. Uh, Aiden asks, how long does it take you guys to write an average length loading ready run sketch? It's really varies. Yeah. 
depending on whether I mean some sketches are room written, some are you know you write them. Uh, we will write them on our own and then sort of bring them to the group and then we'll do some tweaking on it and stuff. It also depends on like if you have like a concept, like something for like the Canadian. We had like concepts and the concept changed and we were going back and forth on ideas or something like open and shut, which I like, I had the idea. I was like, oh, I see how this goes. Right, right. And I wrote it real quick. And yeah, like the Canadian was basically just a list of all the things. Yeah. Uh, and then we shot it and then went back later and uh and i wrote the narration for it mm. uh which uh, again was pretty fast because we already had all the footage and we knew i knew all the different sections what they had to be so it was pretty straightforward uh i was in victoria this is sasha says i was in victoria for the first time ever two weeks ago holy mm. cow you guys live in a beautiful town it's canada's best kept secret True story. I mean, we're not trying really, to keep it secret. We're, not, we're trying to keep it a secret. We actually advertise. Tourism is very important for kind us. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> we, we we advertise it heavily. If if we're being if it's being kept secret, we're in trouble. Yeah. Um, is there any? But is there any other location in the world that you would love to film in? Oh yeah, I mean Japan to film in Iceland. Yeah. The like the New Zealand stuff where you Ooh, get like the yeah. all sorts of different terrains within like you know three miles of each other. Yeah. I always let you always love that for like the old Hercules and Xena shows and stuff. They'd always shoot them in New Zealand because it'd be like, let's go to a desert. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, any chance of more themed? This is a question from Andrew. Any chance of more themed months on Unskippable like Metal Gear August and PS2 month? It could. Yeah. I mean, we've got to find a group of games. Yeah. I mean, Metal Gear August obviously was something we planned. The PS2 month wasn't really planned. It was just we noticed that we had a lot of PS2 games and we're like, hey, let's do them all at once. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I guess that, like if people want to give suggestions for that, I'd be kind of interested to see what the, I mean, we got to make sure like different people like, that's some one, one thing we've definitely learned from unskippables different people like unskippables are different types of games right so yeah. we'll do you know whenever we do like a jrpg i won't be like you're always doing jrpgs they're so annoying or whenever we do an action game you're always doing action games so we don't want to be like just do jrpgs for a month yeah like some and people everyone, definitely everyone gets really annoyed some people definitely want the sort of the the riff tracks take of like the most recent blockbuster games and some people prefer the mystery science theater look at this shitty old thing yeah yeah you know so it's it's a we just like to we, do We whatever. try to switch it up as much as possible. So, uh, Although, you know, August is coming up. Mm. We do have Metal Gear Rising on the docket. <laughs> I don't know if we can go a whole month of that, but... No. All right. Um, there's a magic question here that actually I think we'll save for Tap Tap Can See because it's pretty entertaining. Um, do, 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 do. Have paramilitaries and private security contractors become the new Nazis for go-to villains in, in video games? Kind of feels like it. I think I so. I think so. Yeah. Well, the nice it's thing about a PM... Yeah, it's pretty much anybody who you can put in a helmet with no face. Yeah, nice That's thing about important. a PMC is they can be anybody. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Especially it, if you put them like, yeah, if you put them in outfits where you can't see their, you know, ethnicity or anything. Yeah, and because it doesn't matter. Like a PMC is pan-racial. It doesn't... Yeah, it's not associated with any particular country or yeah. area, even area in the world, really. So they're a, they're a great enemy for for that purpose. You don't get caught up in any sort of real world politics you just be like oh it's a pmc yeah and then you can have you know your instead of having like a country 
but when it's a PMC, then you can have like your character used to be part of it and is now dropped out, and da, 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 which is always very important that he has the history. Austin doesn't know what to ask. Austin okay. says, "Goodness, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to happen across an askler, and now I can't think of any questions. So, if a fan could ask you any question, what would you want it to be?" That seems like a cop out. You just say that one, and then it just—it's—it's re- it's recursive forever, isn't it? It's true. Yeah. Why are you so awesome? Yeah, we've been asked that before. Oh. What All was right. the answer? I don't because. Okay. Right. Jacques asks. Brewster's Millions Challenge. How would you spend $300 million in one month to win $3 billion? You cannot tell anyone why you are doing this. You cannot keep any. You can only give 10% as gifts, and the rest must be spent in one month to win. Wait, so, okay, so... Wait, wait, the challenge is we have to spend $300 million to make three... In one month, and if we do that, we get $3 billion? Wait, what? Read the question again. Yeah. How you say would, win? How would you spend three hundred million dollars in one month? Yep. to win three billion. I I read that as how would you win? As in like not like you do this, you win it, but like lottery or no, no, like no, the, gambling. I think or, the, no, no, the no, idea no. is it's no, a challenge. It's, yeah. it's it's the idea is three hundred million dollars yeah. would be really hard to what? spend. You in a can't month. you can't tell anyone why you're spending the money. You can't keep any of it, and you can only give ten percent as gifts. And you have to spend the three hundred million to win the it three billion. It would be billion. so easy to spend three hundred million dollars. We would month. buy a lot of gear. I just you just buy a lot of no, you. You'd right. ha- no, you'd have you to be way bigger than that. You'd have a to yacht. buy. You'd have to buy like companies or yeah, like you could just like. I think that's a, that's an old yeah that's an it's an old that's a movie right yeah I, Brewster's Millions but it's an old movie isn't yeah. it like because like now you would just go and I want to buy all this stock from every company ever and then I mean okay let's say that's not do. an option okay huh. but you have you to buy like physical yeah. things yeah like yeah but I, a, why can't I hold all these yachts the, yeah. well the, the trick though is you there's a lot of things that are very expensive but would take more than a month to actually like buying a yacht. Would probably might take more than a month to actually like go through. <laughs> no, you just go find a really nice hundred million dollar yacht, There's write them a check, and you're a third of the true. way done. <laughs> that's true. Or just yeah, just go find the nicest house you can. Yeah, like with somebody living in it. Yeah, and basically just walk in and yeah, be like, like, "I will give you three hundred thousand, three hundred million dollars." Well, no, that to move out of this that's, house. That's just silly, Paul. Are you are you offering? Because we'll take it. Yeah, I'll take three hundred million. Uh, Actually, yeah. I mean, they say you can't give, you can only give ten percent as a gift, but couldn't you just overpay for things massively? (laughs) (laughs) Leave a really big tip. (laughs) It's like I would like to buy this ice cream cone. I will pay you five million dollars for it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, DVDs. Is there any possibility of you releasing a collection of LRR series? Maybe a two to five bundle. Do you mean like a like the seasons? Yeah, I guess I think bundling we'll, them I, together. Well, when season six comes out, we'll probably offer some sort yeah, of bundle, bundle. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and will there ever be any DVDs with your escapist content, like Unskippable and Feed Dump? Feed Dump, possible. Uh, Unskippable, no. Unskippable, probably, probably not, because that's. I mean, for one thing, the escapist owns that. We don't. Uh, though we could work out some sort of like licensing thing with them to to do a DVD of it. But the uh, I don't know how that would work with all the footage the, on it. That's the video not, game footage opens up a whole can of yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess theoretically we do like the riff tracks thing and just release the audio, but that would be weird and dumb. Yeah. So there'd be no way to line that up. Well, definitely not unskippable. 
Um, but feed dump, we could, although feed dump is, you know, about news. So, uh, Benjamin asks, what up guys? Do you have any new merch coming down the line that we might be interested in? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll tell you all about it. Uh, Miguel. Hi from Spain. Hi, Miguel. Hello, Spain. <laughs> Hello. Uh, how are steam sales going to affect you guys? And David also asks, what have you, ha- have you, or are you going to be purchasing anything from this? Oh, is it because the, the steam summer steam sales, summer sales, summer started. sales are big, right? Um, I don't play a lot of Steam games, so Steam never yeah. like I, I never launch it, so Steam never sucks my wallet dry like everybody else. Yeah, I just I mean there are a lot of games on there that's like I think Just Cause Two is like three bucks right now. Oh, Just Cause Two is so good. And like there's a lot of games on there that I could buy, but probably won't because I just won't play them. So yeah. it does not yeah. affect my wallet. I just uh, I mean I've said it before, but I've fallen out of the habit of playing games on my computer. Yeah, and me so too. I Apart from Magic Online, I that's I don't play anything on my computer. I play it on consoles. And so I just find it much more convenient to play on consoles. If there was, I mean, there are sort of summer of games type sales on mm. consoles, which I do investigate, but they're nowhere near as ridiculous as the Steam sales. No, they're not. Miguel also asks, how did you guys end up watching Top Gear? I'm trying to remember. Because um, I started watching Top Gear a couple years ago, and I'm trying to remember why I. I think it was I. Th- I think started. I started. I think after the Desert Bus, where everyone was talking about it. Yeah, there was, was like a, two yeah, or three Desert I, I Buses. Re- I recall there being a Desert Bus where well, that was Top the, Gear was discussed. A that lot. was the Play Minecraft, watch Top Gear get pig. Yeah. Or get flag and then get. Oh, paid. maybe yeah. I was. But I was. That. I was watching Top Gear before. No, that. I was watching yeah. before that too. I. I. I wasn't. But then I went in. And I actually started watching from the very beginning of Top Gear. Yeah, which is which was quite interesting because it was like quite um, different. Oh, okay. James was, May wasn't on it. I was trying to remember who it was that I saw. I think it was Alex, and yeah, it was Alex and uh, his girlfriend at the time were at our place, and they were just watching one. And I was like in the room. I was just sort of derping around. They, like, they were watching one of the big, big road trip specials. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? And I just sort of sat down and was like, all right, I'm sold. Yeah. And I just went and downloaded a bunch and was like, this is great. Uh, Erica asks, uh, how was Darren Talley's wedding? It was good. It was nice. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, any ideas the other engaged couples are planning to steal for your own weddings? Mm. I think we're all going to have pretty different weddings, all things considered. They're just going to have their wedding in an enclosed space. It's yeah. very warm. It's very warm. Uh, I don't think put there's anything from Jared and Tally's wedding. Theirs was a... Pr- I mean... I like where Jared got his suit, though. Yeah. His suit was pretty stylish. That was nice. Yeah. He has it monogrammed on the inside of the jacket. It says, Jeremy Petter was married, married in, in this, this suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. Which I like that. Um, Mary asks, will you ever write a toddler <clears throat> into a sketch now that you guys are starting to get settled down? We have had a, well, we had a baby in the sketch once. The, yeah. the, the We have borrowed babies. The throat clearing is that I believe Mary is offering her toddler. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we if have, it comes up. Yeah, we have had babies in sketches. Um, the uh, there's like the accounting one we had a baby in, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, yeah, like I have Utiliz- access utilizing James. We have, yeah, uh, my niece is a toddler as well, so yeah, we have uh, instant access to uh, children. 
but that doesn't sound good. No, but I'm sh- if I ever called my sister and was like, I want the baby for a minute, she'd be like, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Chris asks, have you ever been kicked out of a classroom at UVic when trying to film? Uh, we've talked no. to, we've talked to security once. We've been like setting up. I seem to recall like setting up and then somebody being like, uh, I think I have a class in here <laughs> and we'll be like, Oh, oops. And leaving <laughs> like somebody did like, there was actually like legitimate some yeah, reason for that. somebody else to be in there. I and recall, we're like, Oh geez, sorry. I recall. Oh, okay. So once I remember I was, uh, filming an exterior shot for an episode, uh, the first season episode of Commodore Hustle, where we're shooting um, Warriors of Darkness stuff up at UVic, and Paul has the fake, oh, yeah, the yeah, fake yeah, beard. Yeah. Yep. And we needed an exterior, so rather than just get an exterior of whatever building, I made Matt drive me back up to UVic so I could get an exterior shot of that building. And it was after dark, and at the same time, there was some kids doing BMX tricks on a stair set, just like just a little ways out of camera. Yeah. So I was filming, and I was like, great. And I packed up the camera, and security was like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, I was just taking a picture of the outside of this building. And she's like, oh, are you with those guys? Nope, my ride's just over there, and pointed to Matt's car. And she's like, oh. Yeah. All right, go on. And then went, like, off, then went off to bust the BMXers. It's like, story checks out. BMX bike would not fit in Matt's car. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, and I think, like, one other time, someone was like, hey, what are you doing? And we're like, we're filming a school project, sir. Yeah, I think we've done that a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, at least... I think at least one person has had like a UVic ID often, yeah. so we're able to get around. Yeah. Oh wait, uh, really, really recently we were shooting the ATM. Oh yeah. Sketch. One, yeah. And we lit that match. That was a bad. For scene. the end of the video, where Jer holds up the smoking. the the smoking thing. Yeah. And then we did that, and then we were shooting a couple other bits, and then people like the the um like the. Uh, super like, of the building. Yeah, like the residence advisor. Yeah, or like was walking around going like, and like looking looking really concerned and sniffing the air. And we're like, oh, is it the smoke? That Don't worry, not a fire. That was us. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing to this ATM? And we're like, oh, we're just filming a thing. And then like the the building manager came out. We're like, we'll be done, we'll be done in 10 minutes. And she's like, all right, well, here, and gave us her number. It was like, you got to check with us next time. We're like, mm. okay. So. To be fair, it wasn't just one match. We had it was to like light six or seven. We had to light many matches in order to get that scene yeah. actually shot to actually work properly. Jake asks, "Are you ever going to release a greatest hits DVD or something like it that contains all of the crew's favorite episodes and additional commentary?" There was one. But way back in the day, we were way, way, way back. We did like, uh, yeah, we we did a best of loading ready run at one point. It's so out of date now. But it was, oh, so uh, it, it was like, like it was like one through three or yeah, something. Yeah, it was oh, years and years and years ago. Yeah, we've it sold okay. Yeah, it was, I, it was good at conventions for people who didn't know who we were. Yeah, but it's it seems to make more sense to people sort of like like the sort of completionists seem to be mm-hmm. a larger portion of the people who would actually buy because it's like if we do the best of. It'll always there'll always be ones that are your particular favorite who that aren't on there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they specifically said ours like crew favorites. Yeah, I mean, I could see doing like a playlist that is like these are our favorites and watch them. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think a DVD of, of like crew favorites would really be that useful. Mm. All right, I don't know. Uh, Maybe you guys can prove me wrong. What do you guys think of tattoos? Do any of you have any, or do any of you want one? 
Um, I think tattoos are fine. I have yeah. no problem with tattoos. I can't decide on something I would want on me forever. So I just... Yeah. Th- I, I've debated a couple things, but currently I don't have any great interest in getting one. I thought about getting one at 30, but we'll see. Kathleen has two. She has one on her foot, which is a a, uh, a Hanafuda, uh, like a Japanese um, flower thing. Not not like a character, like a design. It's not like it, it's really cool looking, actually. Um, and she has uh, one on her side of like a like a feather. Mm. I've uh, I've often thought about getting. Um, for some reason, I really like the like Pascal's triangle. Mm-hmm. And you know, like on here or something, but mm, just know. ready yourself for everyone going sweet Triforce. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> who is the? Oh, this this is no contest. Taylor asks, who is the scariest driver in the group? Matt. Matt. Yep. Uh, I ask because my friend is making me white knuckle the holy shit handle at the moment. Nice. <laughs> Very you nice. shouldn't be typing into your. Yeah, it's weird when we do like road trip things. Like James drives just as fast as Matt. But I feel safe when James is driving. It, it's weird. It's, just, it, it's it's how you drive. Yeah. Um, Lily's first time seeing the Rocky Mountains was driving from Vancouver to the Calgary Comic Con in the back of Matt's car, uh, in uh, like wh- when it was still there was still like snow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. like rain and yeah. stuff. And uh, she it was him driving and, sh- and her and Kathleen. Oh no, wait, wait, you were in the car as well. Yeah. But yeah, her and Kathleen were in the back and we're just like. Ah. <laughs> That's before Lily really knew us very well, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, do, do. James asks, is there another uh, GPLP in the works? Not in the works, but certainly not out of the question. Yeah. Just, uh, unfortunately, things are very busy right now, and uh, GPLPs uh, sort of are lower priority, but it is definitely something we want to do. And mm-hmm. we've got a, uh, with all, you know, these mics and the capture setup we have right now is actually uh we'll be able to do them really well yeah uh are you guys going to pax australia sadly no no but we'll we'll reevaluate for next year um if you could steve asks if you could combine two game mechanics from two games together to make one game what would they be best and worst outcomes best and worst outcomes so like what would be a good combination of two game mechanics and what would be a bad combination of two like game video mechanics? game mechanics yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean I like portals and everything I was just going to say portals and I'm trying to think of game mechanics that I liked oh man portals combined with like uh, some uh, what would be the good you know like uh either Oni or uh, Sleeping Dogs, like some serious kung fu stuff. So you can like portal behind somebody and then jump through and start <laughs> punching and fighting them. Nice. <laughs> think, or just like portal and punch through a portal and stuff. I think that'd be pretty funny. Um, Which ones would go uh, poor? Very bad outcome. Or you guys have any? I'm thinking like, um, like, I'm thinking like weapon degradation. Mm-hmm. And, well, but what about like good mechan mechanics that you oh, like, like but oh, when right, you combine yeah. them together, it would be bad. Well, what would be a bad mix for portals? 
not just like a stupid mix like portals and sim city because that just wouldn't do anything right right but like a bad place to put portals this is tricky well there's um i mean this stuff has been demonstrated in certain uh in um uh in various games like uh, i've seen videos online of people you know doing sort of mock-ups and stuff that there's a lot of games that if you didn't actually change the game very much adding portals would just completely break the game <laughs> mm-hmm. like there's all sorts of stuff with like you know uh like Mega Man with portals could be highly problematic yeah like if the game isn't designed to work with them uh then they basically are like the biggest game breaking thing you could possibly do Um, so that, that that's a tough one. I don't know. Yeah, portals are awesome. Why would you not yeah, want to have them? Yeah, portals go in everything. All right, a couple more questions, and we should okay. probably wrap this up. I want. Actually, I'd like to see in the uh, comment thread for this thing bad combinations with portals. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple. There's several questions actually about uh, strip search bonus uh, DVD bonus content. Uh, there's a lot of it, and it's great. Dennis asks, uh, are you guys Metal Gear Solid fans? I sure am. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about the super controversial Metal Gear Solid 5? I don't think it's super controversial. I think the only real controversy is just that David Hayter is no longer doing the voice of Snake. Yeah. And that makes me kind of sad. And I think, and also controversial the way Kojima sort of fucked around with, like, it's not Metal Gear 5, it is Metal Gear 5. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so now... Like, to, the so sort of, the way it was to be sort clear, of announced was a little they, con- confusing. Yeah, so there, there was the whole, like... Phantom Pain thing, which was a game that was like, there was a game being made on the Fox engine called The Phantom Pain. And there was also Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes. So now it is revealed that Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes is a self contained prologue game that is much, much smaller. Sort of like the tanker mission in Metal Gear Solid 2. And then uh, something happens at the end of it, and then it's like five years later or ten years later or something. Some amount of time later, two years, I don't know. Snake wakes up at the beginning of the Phantom Pain, which is now Metal Gear Solid Five. And so Ground Zeroes is actually just part of Metal Gear Five, just the beginning part of Metal it's Gear like, Five. Yeah, it's like a prologue, but it'll be a separate thing. Oh, it'd actually be a separate thing? Yeah, and it's it's to... It's to tr- <laughs> To tr- basically to train you on the mechanics, I think, huh. or something like that. But yeah, I like. I mean, you know, I'm very it's sad. Uh, to s- I'm very sad to see that David Hayter is not doing it. It's uh, Kiefer Sutherland, though. But I can see so that's, that that's positive at least. I mean, I can see that they may want to switch it up. What for I'm hoping, reason. what I'm hoping is that for the next game, because this isn't. Um, I think they should have switched to Bill Hader rather than David <laughs> Hader, just to keep it within the Hader. Because I believe that this is, uh, no, it can't be Big Boss. No, it is Old Snake. Oh, darn. I was thinking, I was like, or is it? Okay, I straight up don't know which snake it is now. I don't know if it's like, I'm pretty sure it's Naked Snake Big Boss. In which case, yeah. In which case, changing the voice is fine if then in like the next game you have like David Hayter as Snake versus Kiefer Sutherland as Big Boss. That would be okay. So it's not just David Hayter talking to himself. Yeah, but I don't know. What do you mean the next? I think what do you mean the next game? Yeah. Kojima said that he's, gonna gonna, yeah. he's not going to make any more games. I I feel like. 
either Kojima, like I think it's pretty clear at this point that either Kojima is not actually screwing with people this time with the voice acting, considering the like photos of Kiefer Sutherland recording voices with Hideo Kojima and all that, and David Hayter's reaction on Twitter. Or David Hayter is so deep into this that people will actually be really upset with him. Yeah. Because there's been like a lot of outpouring of Twitter support for David Hayter, and he's been pretty candid about how he was not told that this change was happening. Yeah. So I don't actually think this is just Kojima screwing with people. I think it's... Also, how would you get Kiefer Sutherland in <laughs> to be part well, maybe, of this? Like, I guess it would be like... Maybe he's, he's doing a different voice. He's or, in it. It's the writing thing, right? Yeah, I, I don't think it's... No, him screwing with people. So, uh, but yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm always interested to see more Metal Gear games. Although I'm not like totally as stoked. I went like since since like you know Metal Gear Three. I was very 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 stoked about, and you know Metal Gear Four Three was good. Metal Gear Four was fine, and it was fun and stuff. But it's not like I'm like gonna be waiting in line for a Metal Gear game at this point. Yeah, uh, Cam has never played. Uh, or seen any of the Metal Gear Solid games. Mm. Um, and so I'm using this as an opportunity to uh, play through them again, um, basically with, with him watching, essentially. Uh, and I just ordered the... Um, uh, in, in fact, I, ju- I just got the email that it shipped, the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection, uh-huh. which is uh, every Metal Gear game basically playable on PS3. It's Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, Peace Walker, which was the one one of the PSP the games. games yeah. Oh, interesting. And Metal Gear Solid Three, as it did originally when it was released for PS2, has Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two Solid Snake <laughs> on the disc. So there's the whole pantheon of games on not, that thing. Not that you're going to be playing. I'm not going to play Metal those. Gear, I'm going to no. start with Metal Gear Solid, but yeah. Of course, it's the not the Twin Snakes. It's the original original. It one. is. So it'll look like ass and butt, but that's fine. Yeah. Super ass and butt. <laughs> Super ass and butt. All right, uh, All right. Anything else? Or is that that's it? Uh, yeah. I, I, the Facebook app is sort of messing up a little bit, and I'm not actually seeing all the questions anymore. But we've done that's a, enough a, a bajillion of the questions. So. That's true. That is the exact number we've done. Yes. Yes. So thank you all for watching Whee! and listening and l- l- smelling, watching, l- l- listening. Can we do a smell along next time? I don't know. It's warm today. I don't know if people would like that. Well, we can just make up the smells. Mm-hmm. We send them scratch just, and sniff cards. Just okay. as as you're listening to this, smell your own armpits. No, 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 no. I want like uh, cinnamon buns. Yeah, mm. yeah, mmm, mmm, mm. cinnamon buns. Oh, how come could we, we have it smell like cinnamon buns here? Could we? No, I really want cinnamon buns now. So do I. Okay. I don't really want cinnamon buns. I just wanted to smell like cinnamon buns. All right, James, and I'll go eat cinnamon buns, and you can smell us. All right, all right, creepy. <laughs> Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.